This is Ashley. And this is Katie Ray. And this is The Mom Stuff. Hey y'all, welcome back um, after spring break. Yay. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really happy that spring break's over. Oh yeah, no, me neither. But um, at least we had the time off and I feel sad for the people that didn't get a spring break. That's true. That sucks. Um, I know on our poll, there were a lot of you that don't have one. So I'm sorry um, that you had to go last Tuesday without us. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry we couldn't get you through our work day or through your work day, I guess, would be better. Yeah, and we, we actually had a little bit of crazy spring breaks because we had some sick babies. So we did not get to work on podcast things like we planned so this episode is coming at you live from, from a phone call virtual recording session so yeah if it sounds different that is why I know and I'm like trying not to sound super loud because I'm close to what we're recording on but I'm trying to have make sure that Ashley's close to it because she is on the phone but um yeah the first like let me think four days of my spring break were not relaxing or any of the things I wanted it to be yeah Asher had the stomach bug and then like with the time change I feel like it was just all the things like he was not his normal self to like Tuesday of spring break yeah yeah the um twins had a really bad cold Cody had an ear infection, so it was just a lot. Um, the time change, though, I really felt like didn't affect us too much because, honestly, I was kind of excited for it because I was like, okay, we're springing forward, so I'm not going to get as much sleep, but it's going to feel like they slept longer because they'll be waking up later. Well, no, that didn't happen. Like, <laughs> they woke up at the same time. Yeah, like, girl. As if you know, so I was like, okay, whatever, so. Yeah, they just pretend that the time change isn't yeah, so a thing. Yeah, so our schedule was exactly the same, and it didn't really affect it, but the being sick and ear infections and all that kind of did, so that sucked. Well, I think that, too, like, when Asher was younger, so, like, this time last year, it did not affect him at all, the time change. He was just like, whatever, but now yeah. that he's old enough to be like, yo, the sun's out, and you're telling me it's time to go down again, it's like he's confused. So yeah. I don't know about how that's supposed to work. I think I need to get... Do you use blackout curtains? No, and I think I'm going to have to get them now. Yeah, I literally taped a black trash bag to one of their windows, like behind their blinds in their room the other day, just because the sun like peeked through the blind like perfectly right into their crib. And I was like, I'm just going to put that up for now. So sorry to my neighbor if you can see that ugly trash bag. I know. I thought about putting foil up and I was like, ugh, I just need to Amazon it. It won't even be that bad. Yeah. So other than that, once they were good, y'all went on your trip? Yes, we did. We went down to Wimberley and really just hung out, spent time with family. And yeah. My so got to do all the road trips with twins, you know, which is much harder now that they eat solids and bottles because that means we have to stop more because they eat like literally all the time. So, oh, yeah. Fun. And they're going through a growth spurt right now. Like they're eating you out of house and home. Yes. Like I literally <laughs> don't have enough food. I just keep <laughs> having to put more food on their plate. And they both like 
literally start like crying slash screaming and it's like not an actual cry so I know it's just like them saying that they want more and I'm trying to teach them the sign language but they're not really understanding no but they'll get it well my mom came to town for a little bit yeah and we did like shopping girls day like just hangout time so that was good and obviously asher time I'm like chop liver now and then uh, Reese and I got to go on like a day date or like a lunch date to watch the tech game, which was, so I took Asher to daycare because like we're just never off at the same time really because he's not off most weekends. So that was really fun too, to just kind of have a day date. Yeah. It's nice whenever you actually have time to do those sort of things. But I don't know, like I think time change is the worst and I don't know if any of y'all know, but like not to get political, but um, the Senate unanimously, that means like all 100 voted that, <laughs> like that's insane. Like when has that ever happened that they all vote in favor I of know, something? for us to, yeah, get rid of it or well, to keep it, I guess. To like make which, it this way, this one that it is year round. Yeah, which is good because this is the one that I like. Like I like it staying lighter later. Same. And so... Um, now it just like has to go to the house and then like if the house passed it, which like they freaking better, like moms everywhere need to unite because I'm like, no, we need, we need this to just stay. Like, it's really ridiculous. So, um, this, that was your political update for the day. (laughs) Yeah. So ending on that note, let's talk about what this episode we're going to chat about. Yeah. So we've been talking about from the beginning that we were like, don't worry, we'll we'll have a breastfeeding episode. Don't worry, we'll talk about exclusive pumping, but then we still haven't done it, and so... So here we are, this is it, we're talking about it now. Yeah, so th- that is that. So um, I think the first thing we wanted to get into is why did we choose pumping? Because Ashley and I both exclusively pumped, and so it was like... Why did we go that route versus the direct to breast route? So do you want to? Yeah. Yeah, I'll start. Um, well, and when I say exclusive pumper, I did have to supplement with formula for like the first week. And then I exclusively pumped until like four and a half months. And then from four and a half months until now, we supplement with formula here and there. And really it was just middle of the night feedings because I didn't want to pump in the middle of the night anymore. So I could sleep more since I was going back to work. And, um, we do like middle of the night bottles with formula now because I had to have surgery and then I had a really bad clogged duct and my supply had dropped for a little bit. Um, we supplement like at their bedtime bottle too, but other than that, they're on breast milk. So I'm a pumper and formula mom, I guess. Um, but the reason I started is one being like the twins were immature, immature, (laughs) premature. (laughs) They were just so immature for their age. Jesus. They were premature that um we needed like make sure that they were eating and like getting their calories and everything and Knox was extremely like lazy which 
all the doctors tell you, like, boys are the laziest. Dude, boys are so lazy, and they always say that, um, like, white boys are the worst. Yes, and so Knox was, like, extremely lazy. Like, he wouldn't want to latch, like, ever. And when he did, like, he just wanted to go to sleep. Like, he wouldn't, like, eat. So we had to syringe feed him to start. And so I was having to, like, pump my cholesterol and, like, feed it to him that way. Um, Cody actually always latched really well and was able to feed. But, um, I mean, with twins and having two, it was like, okay, I'm going to latch one, pump, and syringe feed the other. And it was just a lot. So to get my milk to come in quicker and to make sure they were, like, we knew exactly how much they were eating, um, I just pumped and fed them that way. And I always, like, was open-minded to try breastfeeding and I did a couple times once I got home from the hospital too um like I considered doing breastfeeding just like at night uh but again Knox was still being lazy and I was I don't know pumping was just easier for me with it being twins if I just had one it might have been a different story but so I guess you could say I kind of chose the pumping life or the pumping life chose you <laughs> well yeah the pumping life didn't choose me like it did you since Asher was in the NICU yeah so that's kind of um what happened with me is that it's like really funny though because my whole life I was like I will never breastfeed that is disgusting like I was such you did? yeah all the time Hilarious. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I honestly always thought that I wouldn't be able to because, um, I mean, I don't know if anybody's looked at my Instagram, but I do not have big boobs, and oh. I know that, like, doesn't correlate, but I don't know. I just, I didn't think that I would be able to. I don't know why I thought that, but I just didn't, and anyways, but so yeah, here I am pumping at 10 months still, so... Um, which like pumping is a full-time freaking job. Um, yes. it's not for the faint of heart, but anyways, I always had acted like I wouldn't, but like the second I was pregnant, I was like getting a breast pump and like was all about it. So I yeah. just, whatever. I it's crazy how it changes once, I don't know, you're, you become a mom or like should become pregnant and you start thinking about everything. So yeah. So, oh, yeah. um, well, I, like, whenever I was admitted into the hospital, like, feeding Asher, like, was never on my mind just because I was, like, waiting and I didn't know. Like, I never really thought about, like, how it would work in NICU. Yeah. So, I kind of feel like I found out, like, day up, like, the, you know, like, I wake up, I had seen Asher, and I walk into the, um, or no, they walk into my room and they're like, with a pump and it's the lactation specialist and they're like we got to get you pumping um because asher was on donor milk because the doctors were like donor first of all donor milk is like hella expensive like the medical bill like you just you have no idea um but the doctors were like human milk is like medicine for NICU babies like they really really need it versus cow's milk so like they really encourage you to do donor milk. Um, and I was just like, fine, whatever. That's what I'll do. Um, and so he was only on donor milk though, like 36 hours because they came in and they had me pumping. And I remember like just, you know, some of the colostrum like came out 
and like not even enough to go into the bottle. Like Reese had to, yeah. like I had to take off the bottle and then leave the phalange on. And Reese was like, like syringing around my boob to get yeah. the little bit of like clear liquid that was out so that they could deliver it to NICU because they would syringe feed him that a little bit. But they, and I think they would maybe too put some in his like, um, feeding tube thing. But, um, my milk, like I'm like a freak of nature because my milk at, you know, I had him emergency C-section anesthesia. I'm, you know, like on pain meds, 31 weeks and three days. So I had him on a Thursday and on Saturday, my milk was in. Yeah, that's crazy. Mine took like five days to like fully come in, I think. And then when it came in, it was crazy town. Like, I had all the milk. But I also think I was, like, just... I mean, I was pumping, like, every three hours on the dot. And at the beginning, I was literally pumping, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, so you were pumping like you had twins. (laughs) Yeah, I was pumping a lot to try to, like, get my milk to come in. So, like, I don't really know... If that's why, like, it'll be interesting to see, like, with the next baby, like, if the next baby is, like, on time, like, how my milk will react, like, who yeah. knows. But um, I was pumping, like, 40-minute sessions every three hours, like, not skipping at night, nothing, because I was, like, yeah. wanting my milk to come in and wanting to, like, have a stock, like, ready for him, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Okay, so Asher is coming up on two. Mm-hmm. He now. is almost 21 months. So how long did you pump for? So I pumped... Um, okay, so I am like a freak of nature. Again, I had the most milk, which honestly, I have breast implants. Um, and like, I don't care who knows it. Like, I'm not secretive about it. Like, I didn't know... Like, I knew I could breastfeed. But... Yeah. I didn't know, like, if there'd be, like, room for, like, as much milk as I had. Well, there was because I had the most milk ever. Yeah, that's crazy. Another girl I know had breast implants and had, like, severe engorgement because hers got so full also. So, I don't know if there's any correlation, but that's just interesting. I don't know. Like, and it could just be because I was, like, pumping so much and for like long periods of time because after a while like once I got it down like yeah I was only pumping like 30 minutes or 20 to 30 minutes but there for a while I was pumping like 40 minutes like I remember being so tired and calling my mom and being like it basically after 40 minutes after I clean everything after like I literally get to rest I get to like rest for an hour and then like it's time to get up and do it all over again. Yeah. That's so, exactly how it was for me too. Like you feel like you're literally just pumping or feeding a baby all the time. Yeah. Like all I did was I like just lived pumping. And I will say after like probably a week, I did drop like the 3 a.m. Cause I was only like a three, six, nine, 12 schedule. Yeah. And so the 3 a.m. I always skipped like, from very early on and gave myself that like reprieve but I'm telling you right now I was literally pumping 12 if not more ounces a session yeah like total not per boob 
Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, so, I got to that point where, and there's some days where, like, I can pump that much in a session, um, but ever since I had my appendix removed in September, I just, or October, um, my supply has not been what it was, but before that, it was, like, I would pump, like, 14 ounces in yeah. a session. Yeah, so I would, like, freeze. Well, and the other thing is, is in NICU, like, even through their feeding tube, they're only taking, like, two ounces like, when we left the hospital, Asher was still only taking, like, two to three ounce bottles. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I was pumping, yeah, I was pumping, like, so much more than he needed, which was great, because then I was freezing some at home, and then, like, also yeah. taking up to the hospital, and at the hospital, they just had me, like, label the pain meds I took that day, like anything that I had taken, I had to like label the bottles. And I will say that the hospital gave me plastic bottles that connected to my mm -hmm. pump. And like, that's what I took back and forth. Like I didn't have to take yeah. bags. They gave me what I needed to take back and forth. Um, so that okay. I wasn't having to worry about like switching bottles out or anything like that. And so that, that part was really great, but too like when it came time to where Asher could like try to breastfeed like I had just already been pumping right so it was just like he has to be able to take this whole two ounce bottle whatever before we leave like I would rather let's just focus on that and I I mean we did really try like I probably tried like once every day like if I was there during a care time a lot of the times I would go up twice a day and at least one of the times I would probably try um, to breastfeed whenever they would, whenever he was at the point that we could do that. But yeah. I also kind of had to like pump before because I had so much supply that I didn't want to like overwhelm him. Right. Because like NICU babies. Yeah, and a lot of people have to do that. They have to pump for like 10 minutes and then latch. And that's okay. what I had to do. It comes out too fast. <laughs> yeah, and he was pretty good at latching. Like, I think he would have been really good at breastfeeding. And, I mean, we did try a little bit whenever we got home. But, like, at that point, like, I don't know. It was just, I had just been doing it for so, I mean, I had almost been doing yeah. it for two months already. So, it was just, like, right. easier. Yeah. And so, for me, since we're kind of talking about, like, our pumping schedules I guess um like you said you pumped every three hours that's exactly what I did and I pumped through the night every three hours until they were probably two months and then once they were two months they were like doing a longer stretch in the middle of the night so I just I would um like have milk in the refrigerator and then whenever they woke up whenever that was then we'd warm up the milk that was in the refrigerator and I would just pump again whenever they woke up. So I just kind of like did it based on their, like how long they were sleeping. And I still do that. So. Yeah. And him coming home was hard too, because then like my pumping schedule was the same as his feeding schedule. So I had to like switch my pumping schedule to be like an hour before he needed to eat. Yeah. Because I didn't want to change like the schedule. He's literally been on, at the hospital since the day he was born. So I um, had to switch that around, which wasn't like too big of a deal. But yeah. I do remember times being like, 
I'm sitting, like I'm sitting on the couch. There is, were times where I was like pumping and then like he's in the boppy and I'm like also feeding him a bottle while I'm pumping mm-hmm. because it's taking too long and I still have all this milk. Like, so a lot of that was like frustrating too. I mean, I don't know how many times I was like holding Asher or having to pick him up while I'm like attached to my breast pump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, so once, I don't know. It, I mean, it was kind of willy nilly there for a while <laughs> with me and pumping because like I would try to stay on like a exact, like, okay, every three hours, like, you know, 6am, 9am, noon. Um, but then sometimes the twins would like want it to be fed like 30 minutes early or like a little bit like later. And so we always tried to stay around the three hour schedule, but for me pumping like to feed twins and pump when I just had my spectra was hard. Um, so I didn't like, I would either pump like right before or right after they ate. Um, and so sometimes like say I pumped right after one feeding the next one, instead of pumping right after, like I pumped before. So like that pumping wouldn't be a full three hours between. And so it's going to change every now and then. And I have no idea if that's why I've like never had mastitis or like been engorged really, because I never like was on a super strict schedule. It was always like, I was winging it, you know, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's such a uh, personality though. And that is not mine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was very, like, good with the flow. Um, but, yes, and then I think I was, like, I think they were, like, a month old when I got my LV pumps. Um, and those are the ones that, like, you can put in your bra. They're, like, cordless. You can do whatever, walk around pumping. That's um, what I use during the day now, and that was such a game changer, especially with twins, because it was hands-free, and I had two arms to do twin mom things with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, and the only thing is I didn't, like, a lot of people ask me if I pumped whenever I was feeding them after I got my LVs. And sometimes I would, but I really didn't like to because I would have to bend over a lot to, like, hold their bottles. Oh, no. And, yeah, you can't really do that without it, like, spilling. It will leak, like, if you do things like that. And, I mean, I had – so I had got the LVs, like, right away. Um, Mm -hmm. That's what I used my, like, insurance cover coverage on because it doesn't – my insurance or our insurance didn't cover all of it, which, like, most of them aren't because they're, like – crazy expensive um but it covered like half and then the rest I paid with my HSA because my cousin gave me her um Medela pump and so I was like okay well I have this one and like I want this one too and so um I liked the Medela Medela's like what the hospital had and so they like all the attachments and things they gave me, like, I could use with my pump at home, which was, like, really nice because I had all the same stuff. And um, the bottles that they gave me, you know, to, like, put my milk in to go back and forth in the NICU attached. And, like, it might have attached to other ones, but I don't know. But I knew it was going to attach to mine. And then, um, so then I used the LV more for, like, supplemental just because... I was so paranoid about my milk supply going down because he was in NICU, which, like, I didn't need to be. 
And I feel like next time around, I'll be like, okay, you don't have to be so crazy about pumping. Like, it's going to be fine. Um, (laughs) But anyways, I had had people and, like, doctors were like, no, like, anything that's battery-powered is just, like, not going to be as powerful as, like, a plug-in pump. And that's just the, like, that's just the science of it. Like, that's just how that works. It's nothing against the company. So, but if you're pumping with something all the time that's not as powerful, like your supply might go down. So like keep that in mind. So I would try to just do it like if I was at up there at NICU and like needing to pump, but like didn't want to leave him, then I would like put him in. But also I will say like I was at home just like chilling by myself for two months. So like I didn't mind hooking up to a pump. Yeah. And then, like, later, whenever he got home and I, like, knew I had a good supply, I used them a lot more just because I did. But um, I really liked them. Like, I never had any leaking problems unless they got too full, obviously. Or, like, you really can't bend over for for real. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And, I mean, that's what I use during the day now. Like, that's what I use at work and everything. And then my night... Um, pump and then my morning pump I use my spectra on the weekends or like over a holiday or whatever I'll use my spectra during the day if I like have the time to sit down and do it um because honestly I don't like having to clean my LV parts all the time I do use the fridge hack when I'm at work did you ever do that what you just put your parts like in the refrigerator so you don't have to clean them oh yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm So, yeah, I do that a lot um, while I'm working and stuff just to save time. But, yeah, yeah. so I, so you said you had the Medela. I used the Medela at the hospital, and then I had the Spectra. It's, like, the one I got with my insurance. And then um, that's the one I use at home. I actually brought it to the hospital and had them, like, help me, like, know how to use it because I had no idea what all the settings were. So I did that, and then, like I said, I got my LVs, like a month in and so I did like the Spectra better than the Medela just because the Medela had more parts yeah but it worked like just as good so like if you're that's what I've heard and are wondering it works just well and it might not be yeah and I think that's a really good idea to bring your pump up to the hospital because like yes they're gonna have a pump like you don't need to bring it but if it is different from what the hospital's using like there are all these, like, you know, like, whenever you first did it, you, like, put it on a weird setting to, like, get you started. Like, do you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like, it was all, there were all these things. And, like, I mean, yes, of course, I'm sure there's, like, an instruction manual. But whenever I have a lactation specialist right in front of me, they can just be, like, hit this button, hit this button. Right. That's so much easier. But um, yeah. you did ask me, when did I stop pumping with Asher? And I never answered it because I got off on a tangent. So, okay, yes, he's almost two. When did you stop pumping with him? Ugh, it's fine. Just bear with us. It's like, what time is it? It's like 10 o'clock on Monday, guys. We're tired. First day after spring break. Um, So, I had such an oversupply. Like, we literally had to buy a freezer. Yeah. Like, a deep freeze thing, situation. And so, like, actually, um, what? Okay, don't let me get off on a tangent. And I'll remember this. Remind me of this question. Um, so like whenever he was 10 months old, I knew that I had enough stock to get him to one year. 
even That's like hard. a little bit further than one year. That's crazy. Yeah, so in May, I stopped pumping. Um, yeah, and it was it was a little bit rough. Like it was weird. Um, because sometimes like I stopped, I weaned, I did all the things that they like tell you to do. I never felt super like engorged until like uh-huh. it had been like five days and I had been fine. And yeah. all of a sudden I was engorged and my boobs were like veiny uh. and full and it was crazy. And I was like, I've literally been fine for like five days what's happening and I reached out to my lactation specialist and was like what do I need to do because like if I pump am I gonna mess up all the work that I've done and she was like just pump a little bit like 10 minutes just enough to make you feel okay and then like be done and then she was like the cabbage leaves will help frozen cabbage leaves in your bra and things she was like try those things and it did get better in a few days But we were also, like, my husband and I, for our anniversary, we're going to go to Vegas. And I was like, I am not pumping in Vegas. Because, A, I'm not going to take any of that milk back. And so I'm just going to have to be, like, chilling, taking pump breaks and, like, dumping it out. And, like, I'm sorry, but I hate to pump and dump. um, Yeah. Because it's, it's so much work to just pour it out. Like, it's, like your hard-earned gold going down the sink like it's depressing I don't like it oh I know whenever I had my appendix removed and I was on medication and stuff I had to dump it and like it had taken me a while to pump like my pumping schedule got pretty off when I was in the hospital and so I remember one of the times I pumped oh my gosh I just like filled the pumps up so quickly and I just kept having to like pour it out and I was like, this is so depressing. It's literally depressing. I'm like, I just wasted time of my life. Yeah. But what I was going to say was that um, what milk rule do you follow? Because there's a bunch out there as far as, like, it can be setting out this long and be okay it can be in the fridge this long and be okay it can be in the freezer this long and be okay what rule do you follow I've seen like leaving it out at room temperature I've seen that it could be I feel like most people say four hours but I've also seen five or six like I've seen a rule that's like the rule of sixes where it's like six hours fresh six days in the refrigerator six months in the freezer I follow the rule of sixes Okay, so I was going to say, I've seen that. I always try to follow the rule of four hours, but there were definitely times that I left it out for six. Like, I would pump at night and, like, leave it on the nightstand because I knew they would wake up soon and want a bottle, and then they ended up sleeping longer. And I gave it to them anyway, and they were fine. But, again, that was, like, I never went over six hours, probably. The refrigerator one, I don't ever really have to worry about because I either put it in the freezer if they don't drink it or, um, like, just save it for the next day. Like, I don't, I don't know. I haven't ever had to, like, worry about the refrigerator one. So, mine was more um, freezer, too. Yeah, and then freezer... Yeah, six months, which I actually looked. I have a couple from November that I'm like, ooh, I need to use those soon. (laughs) Well, I will say, too, like, 
I don't know. I think that even if it's like there are people that will use breast milk like that's been in the freezer up to a year and like it's literally fine. I think that it's probably just like less in nutrients but I think like if I found a bag of breast milk and Asher was sick or something now like I would totally give it to him. Like I gave him some breast milk that had been in the deep freeze for like a while like almost a year but he was like really sick and I was like nope I'm like I asked and went through all the channels and they were like girl it's fine like breast milk is breast milk like there are people that need breast milk for their babies and they're like if it's under a year old I'll take it and they take it and their babies are fine so I mean I I really think it's like your um whatever Personal personal preference but I will say that they say that in the deep freeze if you end up having to buy a freezer, which we did, we ended up having to buy a dip, a dip, a dip freeze, a deep freeze, um, because I just had so much milk to store that it lasts longer in the deep freeze because the theory is like, A, it's a deep freeze and B, you don't open it as much. Yeah. So it's supposed to last like nine to 10 months in the deep freeze. I have a deep freezer, but I don't put it in there. Maybe I should. Yeah, you probably should. Because it, yeah. it lasts longer. Um, or like, I guess if you're like more comfortable with waiting however long. But I honestly did get to the point where I had like so much milk that I was like not going to be able to use it. Yeah. Like it was over six months. And like there was just no way I could have used it all. And I did not. I was like, I worked hard for that milk and I'm not throwing it away. That is so sad. So, um, I ended up donating milk, which I'll talk about like how to go about that later. Um, there's lots of different ways, but ended up donating milk to, um, three or four moms. Which I think is so cool because you had to use donor milk for Asher. Right. And then you got to like keep the circle going yeah and I those moms were like oh my gosh they're so grateful like oh my god thank you so much like you're amazing like they were just like you just feel good doing it you're like glad you can help another baby out right right yeah that's exciting so did how long do you pump now like are you still pumping like how twin moms pump like 40 minutes um, no, so, and really, my lactation person always said every three hours for 30 minutes, so that's, like, what I would do, and especially because the Spectra pump automatically shuts off at 30 minutes, so I, like, want to ever really go longer than that. Um, Mine did not now, do that. Yeah, the Spectra shuts off at 30, which, in the LBs, I realized randomly that they shut off at 40 minutes. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, I found that out one day because I pumped for 40 minutes and now I've done it a few times on accident. Um, but my morning and night ones, like now my nighttime one, um, sometimes I get tired and I just want to go to sleep. And so I'm like, okay, it's been long enough. I turn it off and I go to sleep. Um, but I try to pump for at least 20 minutes at night, if not the full 30 and then in the morning, I just pump until the bottles are full so that I can feed the babies because they're typically, like, getting cranky and wanting that bottle. 
and that's the bottle that's like really the only bottle they get of the day that's like fresh milk the other their other bottles that they drink are the milk that I pumped like yesterday yeah I would try to do like fresh milk every now and then because like obviously it's keeps more of its like nutrients and things yeah um whenever it's not frozen I mean that's just with like with anything but I mean it's still good I just I also tried I also continued um mental health moment taking my Zoloft while I breastfed um so I just I mean I talked about it before about how I tried to go off my medicine whenever we were trying to get pregnant and it was like um a disaster for all people involved and so (laughs) whenever I got back on it I was like plus having a NICU baby and all the things I was like yeah no I'm taking I'm taking those meds so um I mean I didn't notice anything like weird and everyone said it was like perfectly safe and Zoloft's been tested a lot more frequently than like any other antidepressant so that's why I did that one because like I did take Lexapro and everyone's like well it's basically the same thing but like Lexapro didn't have the same amount of testing because it's just not as old as Zoloft is and Zoloft's been around like forever so um I did do that and I will I will say that like when you donate milk, like, you do have to disclose all those things. So, like, I told those moms, like, I am not, like, on any kind of diet. Like, I eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And I am on Zoloft. And, like, but that's it. And all the moms were, like, we don't care. Give us your milk. And I was, like, okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) So, they were, like, give me milk for my baby. But, obviously, I mean... I don't know. I I always I just felt like, you know, there might be somebody out there that's like, don't do that. But yeah. I yeah. never had a clogged duct. Yeah, I was just about to talk about that. So you had like a crazy supply. I had a pretty good supply for a while until my appendix had to be removed at like five months. Yeah, I was like five months um, postpartum and um, had crazy stomach pain, ended up going to the hospital and realizing that it was my appendix, had to get it removed. And because my pumping schedule got off during that and then anesthesia in general, they say like really can kill your supply. Um, It did that for me. Um, So it dropped quite a bit. I... I was still pumping like a decent amount and luckily I had a good freezer supply at that point. We ended up using my entire freezer supply while it was in the hospital and then recovering. So stressful. Um, Yes. So I was glad that I had it, but now I'm like, it's stressful sometimes because I'm like, okay, I don't have any extra milk. But recently my supply has gone back up a little bit. So I've been able to store some in the freezer again which is nice. Um, but I feel like I, I don't know. I've probably been engorged at times when like, it's been a while. I know there were times like I would sleep and not pump in the night and wake up and my boobs were like a freaking rock. And I'm like, Oh, they're probably engorged. But to me, it was never like painful. Like people talk about mine wasn't either. I don't know. Throbbing and it, 
and you know mastitis is then like when they're like feverish and all that too but I never had any of that happen I have had clogged ducts and I used to get them a lot and it seemed to happen more when I used my spectra and I don't know if it was like the way I would hold the bottles like to me or like I don't really know but it seemed like my spectra I would get them more often than I would with my LBs and honestly sometimes like I would get it after pumping with my spectra and then the next time I would pump with my LV and my LV would like unclog it that's crazy. I actually I lie because I did have a clogged duct one time, but it didn't like hurt or anything. I could just tell like that it was clogged and I just like obviously rubbed it with like breast milk and it was like a very easy yeah. fix. And I so, will say that there was one time that I was like engorged or like it was, I was like on a trip, like driving to visit my mom or whatever. And like, plus having to stop with Asher and plus having to do all these things. It had been like five hours since I had pumped. And he was like, I don't know, three or four months old. And I was like telling my mom, I was like, I am about to lose my shit. Like I was like so stressed out. I was freaked out. I thought I was like, I'm going to get engorged. I'm going to get mastitis. Like my anxiety, like doomsday. I was like, such a jerk to my mom because I was so stressed and taking it out on her it was like not her fault and I was like I have to pump and I did have like knots like I would get like times where I felt like knots and stuff but all I would do is just like pump and rub and or do like the heating you know those things that are the it's that purple brand oh yes that they're like the jelly and they're like yeah. in the shape of a like a horseshoe almost and you can like heat them up and put them on your boobs. Like I used those a lot just because my boobs would get hard. So I probably did have engorgement, but it was never like painful. I would just pump and like, we're done. Yeah, that's how I was too. And well, the times I did get clogged ducts, like I said, either my LV would get them out or I would like take a hot shower um, just to try to help. Like, I would pump and then take a hot shower, and sometimes that would work, but my number one trick of the trade that has only ever failed me one time <laughs> but worked every other time is the electric toothbrush. I can't. And <laughs> you don't use the bristle part. You use, like, the butt end of your toothbrush, and it just turn like, an electric one. So you turn the vibration on and just, like, gently rub your boob, and I always do it while I'm pumping. So I'll hook my spectra up and, like, just, like, do it while... I'm pumping, and I actually saw um, somebody talk about it the other day, like, don't, like, try to give yourself a deep tissue massage, like, just gently do it, like, I saw somebody that was saying, like, I gave myself bruises, I was, like, massaging so hard trying to get it out, which I have definitely, like, pushed hard on that, because I was, like, there's no way it's going to come out on its own, like, I have to work it out, you know? Um, but looking back on it, I'm like, it, I didn't have to do that. It would have just come out. That's literally so, hilarious. And I have like never heard of that toothbrush method until you. Yeah. I don't know who I saw it. I think I follow, um, if you are a pumper planning on pumping, anything like that, definitely follow at exclusively. I'm trying to think that's what it is. Yeah. Exclusively pumping on Instagram. She posts the best information on there. Um, so yes but I that do remember my... times being like my boobs would be really hard 
And I would like be rubbing them and rubbing them. And finally I'd just be like, Reese, can you just come over here and rub my boobs while I'm pumping and just not be weird about it? And he was like, oh, I definitely did that with Bailey too. I'm like, I'm tired of massaging it. Can you just do it for me without being weird? And he, hey, he did it. He did it every time. Yeah. He did. So, like, they are capable of doing it. I was like, please, I just can't anymore. And I was like, I'll just, I'll just pump while you do it, please. And he'd come over here and, or come over and do it. Um, so I guess I did have, like, some engorgement, but I just was never, like, incredibly painful or miserable. Like, I felt like if I, I would just, like, pump longer and then it would solve the problem. Yeah. I, only had I probably had like three clogged ducts that were extremely painful and it was always only in just one boob um and yeah it would like I said it would hurt very bad but the electric toothbrush got it out there were a couple times that I bled pumping did you ever bleed yeah just like from having like cracked nipples and stuff yeah, I don't really know what mine were from. Like, I'd always look at my boob after. I'm like, okay, nothing looks like I should have bled. Like, I don't know why that happened. Um, one time, well, actually, I think both times. Like, one, it happened on my Spectra, and then one, it happened on my LV. And both times, I just was like, okay, maybe I need to go up a flange size. And so that's what I did. I just switched to the bigger one on each of those, and then it was fine, and it hasn't happened since. Well, maybe that's why. But I mean, I yeah. do know that they say like, if if you if that happens, like you can still use the milk. Like it's not. Like... Oh, I know. Yeah, that exclusively pumping account I talked about. Um, she has like a lot of information about that too. And I because one time I pumped and it actually didn't get in the milk at all. Like it was just on my pump. Like it was the weirdest thing. I don't know. But I was worried. Like, wait, can they still have it if there's blood? And you you can. In fact, somebody like posted one like. The milk was like dark red. Like Stop. there was a lot of blood. No. And it was it's still fine for them to drink, but I would feel so weird giving that. Yeah, no, that yeah. I would feel like my baby's a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> like some oh. twilight stuff. Yeah. A little too much there. Um I'm trying to think if there's any other weird tips or tricks. Um, I mean like those you honestly don't have to get like the special boob heating pads, but I do think like they were very helpful. Um, and then I also liked just, like, the normal, like, bando bras that had, like, the holes cut in them. Yeah, I was going to say, I have, um, I got them from Amazon, but my, like, pumping bras to use with my Spectra um, that have the holes for that. And then my LVs, I just use, like, a nursing bra. That way I can just open them and put them in. Yeah, same. And then I... I used the Kindred Braverly bras the entire time. Um, I had like four of them probably. And because they will do like, the, they're like a nursing bra where it'll come like all the way down. Like if you were yeah. to breastfeed. And then like the second layer of it is like just has the hole if you want to um, pump. So it's like a two in one. And I mean, oh, yeah, they're like a little, I mean, they're obviously like expensive. They're like, 40 bucks a bra but they are like so handy for yeah all I, the things so i 
don't have an expensive one. I have some of my favorite ones are the Auden brand from Target, like A U D E N, mm-hmm. and I love them. They're like the softest material. So if you're looking for a cheap option, that works. Yeah, and right. we'll post all of that too. Yeah. Oh, I guess another like little trick or tip. Um, I have a like breastfeeding or breast pump like caddy that I use that I keep my Spectre in. And I actually have a highlight on my personal Instagram Yeah, page. she does. So I think it says, like, breast pump. Um, I, like, talk about everything I have in it. But I have, like, my bottles, the charger. Um, normally, I'll have, like, a bottle of water and some snacks in there. And then I have, like, the extra parts, um, the storage bags, the breast pump wipes. That's, like, a big trick, oh, I guess. Oh, I loved the I breast pump wipes. I used the crap out of those pump Same. wipes because... You just don't have time. When I'm not, like, I don't have to go to the bathroom and clean and, like, our gross bathrooms at school. I don't want to have Disgusting. to clean my pump, so I just use the wipes. Like, it just comes in handy, especially, like, when I'm traveling and pumping, too. I clean them on the road. It's just so much easier. So, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, for work, obviously, any kind of, like, pump bag that's going to have, like, wipes, extra bottles, um, Ziploc baggies are really good, too, because... Sometimes you forget the breast milk bags. It happened to me twice. And Ziploc bags will work perfect. But then also, like, I like to put my parts back in Ziploc bags. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had, like, a small thing of dish soap in there. Yes, I that. And the tub from the hospital, I had one at school that I would wash my parts in. Because, like, at an elementary school, like, the teacher's lounge, like, it's like low key I can go in there and do whatever like no one's gonna bother me or care um and it's obviously like cleaner than the student bathroom um and then I also had the sanitizing bags that you do water in to steam but I didn't do that as much as I did the wipes like I would do that more at home but at work I would like wash them by hand or just like do the wipes all day and then at the end of the day wash them yeah, that's how I am. Yeah, I um, put mine in the dishwasher every night, but during the day I use the wipes or use the refrigerator hack. Um, and then my for work and then anytime I'm traveling, I had like a cooler bag. So like the top half my LVs fit in and then the bottom half is like a cooler and it came with ice packs and everything. So I use that as well. Yeah, I have a cooler bag that had like an ice pack that like matched up with the bottles. Does that make sense? Yes where they would like fit into the little creases or whatever. And so I did that too. And um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I had for work. I really think that's it. And then I did at like one point have um, like a set of parts at work, like just in case or leaving bags up at work. I will say that... There are some milk bags that are better than others. Yes, the Medela ones. And I've heard Dr. Brown's are really good too, but I've never personally tried them. So they actually make um, reusable ones too that are like silicone. Have you seen those? No, but I do like that. But if you're having a freeze, I don't like that, but... Yeah, I haven't really looked too much into it, but I... I have, like, an Amazon storefront with a bunch of stuff linked, and I linked those to, like, my pumping list the other day. 
I haven't used them, but I think it would be really cool and like non-toxic. You know. No, for sure. And the thing about the, cause there's one brand and I can't remember the name, but like the bags literally would always leak whenever they're thawing and it would drive me insane. Um, yeah. but a little like trick for that is like when you're thawing out a breast milk bag that's frozen, um, put it in like a cup or a bowl. Yeah. Or you could even put it in a Ziploc bag and then put that in. Yes. Like, bowl, because whatever. Which I'm such an idiot. Like, I didn't even... And then, like, someone told me that. And I was like, why didn't I freaking just think of that? And I think I was thinking, like, oh, but if it if the milk touches the bag on the outside, like, ew. Or, like, I yeah. don't know. But, like, the only person that touches is me. Yeah. So, I don't know why I was being weird about it. But, um, I guess, like, that's another trick just because... I mean, I've had a few bags of the Medela leak before, but not not at all, like that one brand and I think it's um I can't it starts I, with an L, but I don't it know starts with an L and it's purple but I remember on look seeing it on your baby registry and messaging you and being like switch those out for the Mandela brand yeah and you were like okay got it so um of course there's times I was in a bind and like there was no freaking breast milk bags at the store and I just got what I could get yeah um I guess one last thing that I thought of before um we kind of wrap it up is I get asked on my personal Instagram all the time about like how to increase your supply. Um, so I was just going to say everybody, like everybody is different. Facts. So we're all not going to produce the same and it's okay. And I know that also sucks hearing because like you want to produce the most for your baby. You want to so bad. So some things that I have tried and I don't know if they worked. Yes. My supply kind of went up, but I don't know if it was solely from these things. Um, the first thing is definitely staying hydrated and I would drink those body armor drinks. Dude, the body armor drinks slap. They work. So I did those two things. I tried the cookies. Um, I ate like a ton of those after my surgery, honestly, because I thought they tasted good. Um, <laughs> and I was trying to get to go up, so that might have helped. I also, um, that brand Legendary, I think it's like Legendary Milk, maybe. Um, they make like supplements. I have the like, it's called like pump like pumping princess i think yeah you they're are like, you are a pumping princess girl yeah they're just like supplements to try to help which i feel like they have helped so you could try that um and then also just like power pumping that's what i was like, gonna say more, power pumping the more you pump the more it may it, I don't know. It really, I mean for most people i think that that's like yeah. you know the more you pump it but like i mean and the other thing is um like warm showers before and like yeah. massaging before like massaging downward to like help bring your milk down like I did all of those things I did do the body armor like drank tons of water um ate all the food but that's just because pumping makes you literally oh gosh, so, hungry. so hungry all the time but then you're like skinny whenever you pump which was like the saddest thing about quitting is I like gained weight afterwards and I was like well that's not yeah. fair because you're burning like thousands of calories every time you pump so yeah. I would just like eat all the things and like look great and now I like actually have to 
work out and stuff. So that's a bummer. Yeah. But um, also um, Gatorade. I would do Gatorade, but I would do the um, like zero sugar yeah. Gatorade um, because it actually is hydrating like those body armors. But the body armors yeah, they, are. They say do the body armor light. Yeah, the light is what I did. I just drink the regular ones, but they say the light ones work better. And then um, I just would really encourage you to, like, reach out to your lactation specialist. Like, I just had such a good one. I mean, I did have, like, more than one every now and then. But mine would, like, come into NICU and, like, check on me. And then, like, I had the office number. So if I needed her... She was like, well, even whenever you're home, like, this is my job. Like, my job does not end because you leave the hospital. And yeah. she was like, so call the office. And, like, if you need to come up and, like, me help you with your baby. Like, come to the hospital with your baby and I will help you. Which, obviously, that, by the end, like, we were in NICU, whatever. But, um, like, that's their job. So I just wouldn't, like, feel weird about asking them anything and then also I will say like I'm one of those weird people but like I had such a close connection with like our lactation specialists and like all the NICU nurses and stuff like we're literally all Facebook friends after the fact so now I like have her personal like where I where I could reach her once we were home and be like this is happening what can I do this is happening what can I do um so I just had that privilege but had I not had that privilege all I had to do was call the hospital. Like, right. all I had to do was call the hospital. And, like, they were going to get back to me. And they were going to f- help me figure it out. And they also have lots of resources. Like, there are groups in your community um, that can help you with breastfeeding or with pumping or whatever you may need. Um, so, right. I just, just, like, don't, like, just remember, like, that's their job, you know? Yeah, or message us. We're not experts, but we will help you in any way we can if you have questions. Yeah, and and honestly, too, like, if you don't want to breastfeed or you don't want to pump or you can you only pump for, you know, six weeks or you only – whatever you do is, like, that's what's best for your baby because if your mental health is suffering because you're pumping your life away, like, that is not good for you or your baby. Right. Um, so just do whatever is best. Yeah. Like I have a friend that just, yeah, I have a friend that just had a baby and I was like, okay, so what are you like? What do you want to do? Are you going to pump? Are you going to breastfeed? And she goes, I'm not going to do any of it. And I was like, all right, great. And I was like, you know, be ready for people to kind of whatever. And she was like, no, like my sister had a baby and she was just, she had a lot of supply issues and me and my sister's pregnancy has been literally the same with every single thing. And so I've just decided I'm not doing it. And she was like, but I've also left myself room to where I know I could change my mind at the hospital. Yeah. And if I do, that's fine. We'll figure it out. But I, you know, I wasn't like, oh, well, why not? Or like, like, I mean, I did go, I was like, can I ask, like, if you have a reason? Like, cause I was just curious and I was like, but you don't have to answer because that's your business. And she was like, no, 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 yeah. I'll tell you. So, um, just to say that there's like no judgment about whatever you do for your family. And if you are unable to breastfeed and you are interested in like getting milk donated, there are, um, like 
proper official channels that you can go through for that. But also there is a, um, it's called, there's a Facebook group and it well, and it's like an organization too, but it's called like human milk for babies. And so like I joined the human milk for babies, West Texas group. And I posted on there and was like, I have milk. I'm in Lubbock. This is what I take. This is what I do. This is how many ounces I have to donate. Like who needs it? That's in my area. And people commented and I just was like, okay, done. Okay, done. Okay, done. And like, no, they didn't pay me. Um, I mean, which is like part of the rules for that site is like, they can't pay you. Um, a lot of the times they would be like, I'm going to get you breast milk bags since you're donating to us, or I'm going to get you extra like parts and things like that. Um, and so that, that is like, you know, you're getting milk from people and it's not necessarily like checked, checked, but also I just don't feel like anybody would be donating milk for free that has something weird going on with their milk, right. you know? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. um, sorry, all of a sudden your volume went down, but you're good. But yeah. And then there's, there's some other places that you can donate, um, if you have like an oversupply and you can also contact the hospital. Um, there's a organization called Third Strand. And that one you do have to go through like some, you know, like checks and things. But you can like donate through them. Or you can like contact Third Strand. Um, a lot of times those are babies whose mothers have like passed away in childbirth. And so like you can apply to get milk for your baby that way. So, I mean, there's just lots of organizations, but your lactation specialist will be able to tell you about all of those things or your hospital. So, if you need yes, milk. We will link this stuff on the Instagram as well. Yeah, so if you, you need that. milk or if you want to donate milk, there's just a lot of different ways um, to go about doing it. And it is really fulfilling if you can donate, um, if you're like me and have an oversupply. So yeah. I just wanted to throw that part out there because I think a lot of people were like, what? Like they don't know people that have like donated milk before. Yeah. So, um, I don't know any other, like you said to go follow that exclusively pumping. Yes. It's I'm, exclusive uh, pumping. I just looked it up. Oh, good. Okay. Exclusive pumping. Um, yes. And I'll, we can post them on the Instagram too. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. I actually need to go pump myself. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I actually need to probably go to bed. So I'm probably going to do that. But um, we hope you liked this episode and like that it was informative. I always feel like at the end or the next day I forget stuff. But um, like we'll do question boxes and things and we'll post all this stuff on the Instagram to let y'all to make sure you have all the good information. Yes. And again, whatever you choose to do is best for you and your family. Always remember that. And, and you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. And exclusive pumping is breastfeeding. So you don't have to explain that either. And just need to say it. Yes. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. We will see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.
Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the mom stuff podcast. And if you like us, which we hope that you do, please rate, review, and subscribe because that would really help us out a lot. And tell all your mom friends.